Okay, we are holding over here in Perek Tetzayin, that's chapter 16, Bebi'ur Midat HaTahara, we're learning the concept of having pure intentions, and that your motives should be pure, whether it's your materialistic activities, you do it for the right reason, and even your mitzvahs, to do them lishma, which we're going to learn a lot about in this parak. Now, before we start going more deeper into the sugya of Tara, I want to make a bit of an introduction, okay? A very important introduction, okay? The first thing I want to teach you is a very, very important thing that you need to know for all your learning, everything. First Seder, second Seder, ninth Seder, Mesil Sesharim, whatever it is that you're going to learn in life, okay? Every sugya that you learn, no matter what it is, okay, has in it many, many, many piratim, details, okay? A lot of details. But every sugya also really has a klal to it, a general principle. And basically, analyzing all the details helps us understand the general principle. And the details are coming forth from the general principle. And when a person learns, he has to be able to abstract the principle, because the principle is the part of the sugyu which helps him navigate through life and apply it to his life. So let's say, for example, let's say a person would be learning the sugya of Shalom Bayis, right? So you have some books that talk about so many details and so many cases and how to respond and how to do and how to act and whatever, right? So if a person just learns the details, then number one, they probably have to be a massive genius to remember all the details. And there's going to be unique situations in their own marriage and they're not going to know what to do because it wasn't discussed in the book. Follow? But if a person could study a sefer on Shalom Bayis or the machaber of that sefer could write in a way that he can, you could walk away with principles, general Shalom Bayis principles, then when things are going to come up in your personal life, you'll be able to figure out what to do because the principles are clear to you, right? Everything in life is like that. Okay, you got that, Sutton? Very, very important. So let's say, for example, you'd be learning Bav Metziah Davav. The sugya is called Takfakayin. Takfakayin is a massive sugya with many, many details in it. But what's the underlining principle that you're trying to pull out of that sugya? Is how Tfisa works. How does a muxik? What's a muxik? What's a tafus, right? Hamoitzimachavelavara is the klal of the sugya. Got it? And you should be able to walk around and walk out and abstract from that sugya the mechanics in the klal of the sugya. Correct? Same thing if you're learning, let's say, Subizdav test. You want to know the mechanics of Shavya and Avshachatikadi Sura. Right? Any sugya, it doesn't make a difference what sugya you're learning. You're learning Chalipin and Kedushin. You want to know mechanics of Kinyonim and how they work. Even though we're discussing many details in the sugya, but those are only ways of coming to 
abstract the main principle. Once you understand the main principle, you can apply it everywhere. Okay, you got that? So precious and Hasidus is also the same thing. You know, you go through Parakud Gimel, Parakud Dalit, Parakud and you learn a lot of details about precious, for sure. But you have to walk away with underlining principles, right? So let me give you an example. The Masil Zichon says in the beginning of the 13th parak, where he starts the discussion of precious, he says precious is part of Hasidut. Okay, it's a step one to a bigger picture called Hasidut. When you're going to get the parak Yud Chet, the 18th parak, of Masil Sesharim, where he's talking about Hasidus, he's going to show you how Hasidus is the manifestation of Ahavas Hashem. So it comes out that the bigger principle above Precious and Hasidus is going to be the love of Hashem, and how that manifests itself through Precious and Hasidus, right? Everything is part of a bigger picture, and the purpose of learning Masila Sisharu is not for entertainment, for sure not. It's not for information. It's to learn how to live your life. Ah, a young man, Right? It's a, the point of this Musa Seder is to get a derech in Avoidus Hashem. Correct? Obviously the first step of the derech in Avoidus Hashem is the understanding. But the more you understand the details will help you understand the principles. When you understand the principles, then you can apply them to your personal life and see how they manifest themselves in your day-to-day life. So I'm going to look at the principle of precious and Tara and Hasidus in a little different light that will help you understand what we're trying to build over here. Okay, you got that, kids? I know everybody's tired today because there's no coffees. It's challenging, but we will try to get some ankis on a day without coffee. Imagine that, huh? Okay, very good, Isaac. Proud of you. Ashlecha, come take a seat. So basically what I want to tell you is like this, something very deep. You ready? Something very deep. I want to reveal to you the cloud, the general principle that stands behind all of the mitzvot that you do. Okay? And then I will show you how it's connected to precious and chassidus. You with me, Rabbi Zay? I'm going to read you a rosh, a fascinating rosh, which many people don't know about because it's in Masechtas Peah. So not everybody learns Masechtas Peah. But one time I decided to learn Masechtas Peah and I came upon this rosh. Okay? Very, very important. The Rosh gives us a general cloud that defines all mitzvahs. And I want you to pay attention. It's only like five words. Okay? He says like this. He's trying to explain why Hashem is interested in mitzvahs of Ben Odom Lechaveiroi more than the mitzvahs of Ben Odom Lemakim. Why that's more precious by Hashem. Mitzvahs of man and man, as opposed to man and Hashem. Okay? 
So he says, now even though it's a whole schmooze, but I just want to bring something out for us, okay? He says, these are the words, this is in Masech Pe'ah, Perek Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. Says the Rosh, Ki HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Chafetz, Yoter, Bimitzvot, Bahem, Gam, Ratzon Habiriot, Mimitzvot Sheben Adam Lekono. Period. You know what that means? Hashem is interested in mitzvahs that you also do the will of your friends. Over the fact that when you do a mitzvah ben Adam Lemakam, you're only doing the will of Hashem. When you do mitzvah ben Adam Lechavera, you're also doing the rotsun of your friend. Now gam, gam means he puts them both on the same pedestal. Rotsun of God, rotsun of your friend. What does that mean? Well he's basically trying to tell us that a human being naturally wants to only do his own will. That's all he's interested in. He's interested in doing what he wants to do. What's good for him. He only wants to do what's, he's, what's good for him. His own ratzor. So the together, okay, get, you know what together is? The lumdus, the fence, that fences in all mitzvahs, is breaking your will for someone else as well. When it's ben adam lemakom, you're breaking your will to do the will of God. Got it? When it's been Adam Lechavero, you're breaking your will to do the will of others. Also. So that means that the lumdus of Kolotarekula is breaking your will. Ah, you never thought of it like that. The lumdus of Kolotarekula is training yourself to break your will for a higher purpose, for someone else's will, for Klal Yisrael's will, okay? Now that's a whole schmooze. But I want to try to bring out something, Benagay, precious and Chassidus, okay? Very fundamental and very important. There's another Chazal, and we have to reconcile. There's another Chazal that says, I'm sure you're familiar with it, it's a famous Chazal, Ritzonenu, our will, Lasa Yisritzayn, has to do your will. Ritzonenu, the inner deeper core of a human being is that his will is to do the will of Hashem. Mimaakiv, who stops us? the Yitzhahara, gets in the way. Shibud Malchis, the fact that we live in the world and the world has demands, right? But what's the inner deeper, deeper core of a human being is, if you could reach your deepest self, if you can find yourself, and your deeper inner self is you want to do the will of Hashem. So on one hand, we're saying that you're breaking your will. On the other hand, we're saying you're doing your will. So the point's like this, and I want you to get this very deep stuff. It's based on Ramchal's and many, many Svarim. Okay? The point's like this. A human being was created with two opposite parts to him. Got it? He has a body. That body is a very sophisticated machine. It has emotions, it has feelings, and it even has a mind. The seichel that's attached to the guf. All coming from the nefesh ha-bahami. That's man's 
one layer. Okay, that's the goof. Now that layer has its own set of will. It wants to eat, it wants to drink, it wants to enjoy, it wants covet, it wants, it wants, it wants, it wants. You understand? Man comes from the ground. The ground has a gravitational pull, right? Doesn't ever the ground grabs everything to it? You have a gravitational pull to yourself. That's coming from the earth in yourself. You have earth in yourself, you have a gravitational pull. You want every pleasure that the world has to offer for yourself. You want every dollar that there is to be made in the world to come to yourself. You want every ounce of COVID in the world to come to yourself. You want that everybody in the world should be subservient to your will, right? That's your gravitational pull. Then you have another part of yourself. It's called an ashama. And it's a chelikalakai mimal. And that's your real self. That's a real self, okay? The neshama, what does it want to do? Ritzonenu la'asot ritzonecha. That's what your neshama does. Your neshama wants to attach to Hashem, which is its source. Your neshama wants to love Hashem, wants to be aware of Hashem, wants to do for Hashem, wants to be a giver. It's another way of saying a giver. Neshama wants to be a giver. It's a selfless entity. Because in spirituality, which is your neshama, all neshamas are really connected. Knesset Yisrael, we're all connected. So we're very selfless people in the deeper core of the self. You got it? But what it, what's it called breaking your will means that you're breaking the will of your body in order to reach the will of your soul. Chop that, Gabby? Again, your outer layer, your external, your chitzonius wants one thing. And your panemius, that's another way to say chitzonius and panemius. Your inner self, your real self wants something else. So it's called breaking will, even though you're reaching your true will. Because since your body has a will, since your body wants things, so you have to break the chitzonius of your goof to become to the chitzonius of your nefesh. So obviously the deep rotten of your nefesh is chitzonenu your rotten is to help Jews. Your rotten is to be a giver. Your rotten is to be kind. Is to be caring. To put someone else's will in front of your own. That's your deeper, deeper rotten. But it's not that easy to reach that deeper rotten. You have an external rotsonus that block that. And you're not even conscious. You're not even conscious of your inner, inner rotson. Because when you live a very external life, a very materialistic life, then the only thing that you're truly aware of is your external retirement. You think that that's what you want. You think you want money, you want covid, you want comfort, you want covid, you want everything. You believe that that's your rotsen. Because that's your external rotsen. That's your conscious rotsen. That's what you're aware of. Because that's the way you were born, right? And that's the way the world around you runs. Everybody's trying to get their rotsen. And that's why there's a lot of conflict. Correct? So that's what you're aware of. So the job of a human being is to be able to be mevatl the rotsen of his body and reach his true inner self, his premius, which is that's the job of the human being and that's how you become Adam HaShalem. And ultimately you'll train your body to be subservient to the will of your neshama. That's avoid this Hashem 
in a nutshell. Okay? So, when you bring it down to the world of precious v'chassidus, we understand that these terms. What precious is doing is, precious is the first step in being mevatel, the rotzen haguf. That's the first step. Got that? The first step in breaking the will of your body. Your body wants to eat. Your body wants to drink. Your body wants to party. Your body wants to have fun, right? So when you're taking from the world only what you need for service of Hashem, when you're taking from the world what you need as a keli to serve someone else's will, that's against your body. Your body doesn't want to serve nobody. Your body only wants to serve yourself. Has absolutely no interest in serving someone else. Can't stand serving someone else. It wants to only serve itself. The, the epitome of selfishness. Got it? So when I say, okay, myself wants to eat. But someone else wants me to use the world for something else. Got that? Hashem wants me to eat only to have the energy to serve Him, right? So Hashem's will is that I should eat for this reason. I want to eat for a different reason. Got it? So what I'm doing is breaking my will for the will of Hashem. That's what mitzvahs do for us. And it helps us ultimately, by going through the process, it helps us ultimately want to do the will of Hashem. And then our bodies comes along for the ride. And it's involved. That's the epitome. That's when we hit Hasidus. Hasidus is we're going to eat L'Shem Shemayim. We're going to drink L'Shem Shemayim. We're going to get married L'Shem Shemayim. We're going to go to business L'Shem Shemayim. Everything is going to be L'Shem Shemayim. Now your body's involved too. That's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is we're going to be living the life that's the manifestation of Ritzanein Elasash Ritzanecha where we actually, it's called, in the Kabbalah form, it's called Gilui HaNeshama, where the Neshama, the real part of yourself, becomes manifest in your life. You got it? So now your main self, what's your main self? Your main self is your soul. Your body is only the Levush. That's the ultimate goal, right? But we got to get there. You can't just be that. got to get there. So you're going through the process of getting there. So you're in the Sur Mirah part. Sur Mirah means going away from the evil. Selfishness is evil, which we're going to talk about, the term evil. In today's generation, people don't like to use that term. Everything is has a psychological term to it. We'll get to that. It's a schmooze in itself. But that's the ultimate of evil. Evil means that you are only selfish. You got it? So there's a Surmara process, and then there's a Asetov process, right? Right now we're in the Surmara process. Starts with precious. Precious is an outward thing that you're doing. I am not eating too much. I'm not sleeping too much. I'm not working too much. I'm doing less. Tahara is the next level of Surmara. Because <clears throat> Tahara says... I am breaking my will to eat for an ulterior motive, to eat for the right motive. That's the biggest breaking of your will. So when we're going into the intentions, that's what we're learning about now. Meaning, 
The first three prokem, Yud Gimel, Yud we were talking about precious was mainly Bemaisa. Obviously, we were using intellect to help us get there. But we were doing precious Bemaisa. Because you're taking from the world less than you wanted to originally. And you stayed away from people. Your only interaction with people was the bare minimum that was necessary. Right? Everything was, we were doing necessities. But we were doing more precious Bemaisa. Now we're going one step deeper in precious. One step deeper in precious is that my intention is not for myself. Meaning, let's say I go on a diet and do exercise, right? And I say, you know what, I'm going to have a healthy body and I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to exercise self-control. That's a great accomplishment, right? But if my ulterior motive for that is that I should feel like, oh, I'm such a uh, person who has self-control and everybody will see that about me, and I'll get this honor for it, right? So I just made an ulterior motive for that. What's ulterior motive? Ulterior motive is the will of my body. Because the will of my body always wants what's selfish for it. So what's taking the bitl haratzon to another level? When I say, it's not about you. It's about being healthy to serve Hashem for a higher purpose. I am an evid Hashem. I'm not for myself, I'm for Him. That's breaking your will of your body even further. Got that? That's what we're being involved in. When we talk about precious and tahara, we are talking about bitul ratzon haguf. When we get to bitul ratzon haguf, then we can start working on chasidus, which will be strengthening and developing the ratzon of the neshama. You got it? So you see, we always have to pay attention to the big picture. Because we're learning many details. It's true, we're learning many details. That's the thing here. We're learning the sugya. The sugya has many details. But we always want to abstract the principles. Because when I abstract the principles, then tomorrow when I'm sitting in a situation, and it's a question of putting my will in front of God's will, or my will in front of my friend's will, am I willing to break my will for a higher purpose? Being that I'm aware of the general principle, I learned the Russian Masechus Peya, I understood what I was learning in Masil Sisharim, so therefore I'm able to overcome that challenge, because I got the principle. If I only had the details of Masil Sisharim, then all I know is Masil Sisharim. But I don't know how to live Masil Sisharim. The point is to learn how to live it, not just to know the details. You got it? And for that, you have to have the circuit. Okay, we have to stop here. We have a big party today. We have a bris. Okay.